brethren, my brethren. I'm not going to say we back anymore because we never left, to be honest with you. Like, we never left this place. So for me, today, it's a lot of happenings, little big bro. And I know you got all kind of stuff going on right now with the NBA playoffs. You're trying to work out travel. You're trying to make sure you good for where you're going to be at and how you're going to put time in. But we got to get to sir. We got to get to this and get out of here and make sure our cousins and kin folks get the dose that they need from the Swaggo and Perk podcast. Well, first of all, bro. Why do you have your hands on your face? Like, what's wrong? I, listen, first of all, I miss you as all. Straight up, all, every happy, time. I, I'm happy to be on, but I, I, I'm I'm a little down today, dog. Why? I am completely messed up because, and I know we go dive into it, but I just got to vent for a second. I don't know the criteria anymore for MVP. I knew you wouldn't go. No, I, I don't know it, and I and, and, and I'm sick of it. I'm 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 sick of it. Like I'm sick of this. Shit. Like <laughs> I'm tired of it, dog. I don't I don't know the criteria no more for most valuable players. Okay, <laughs> let's wait though. Let's wait because I I some weeks you put the show together. Some weeks I put the show together. Right. Today, my, my bad, dog. But what's okay. up? I, appreciate I, I, I knew you was I'm gonna come on, on here. I knew you was gonna come on here, and I knew you was gonna want to get right into it. And I knew it was gonna be emotional and personal. So we're going to get to it. I got it. I got it in the plans. I know you do. It is. Okay. All right. It Just is. give me a second. Can we get into the damn show first? <laughs> I knew when Wolves broke the story, I knew you was going to go crazy when we linked up. All right. All right. Leave it alone. Yeah. Take a deep breath. Because right. it's more stuff that's, that's actually going to get on our nerves before we even get to that. But first, I want to go to something that you talked about. Now, you was a day late and a dollar short, but it eventually <laughs> happened. <laughs> James Harden finally had a James Harden performance, bro. And it wasn't pretty through the first three quarters. I'm going to be honest with you. It wasn't pretty. But we saw in that fourth quarter, James Harden reminded, if the shot falls, Perk, they got a chance to go to the finals. That's really what it boiled down to. So I'm going to give you the floor on what you saw from James and what you think clicked or what happened in this particular game for him to get out of what we call a slump for his type of talent. Well, well, well here's, here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. One, a player that, uh, like a James Harden type player, that he's not out of his prime, okay? I, I believe James is 32 years of age. So eventually he was going to have one of those games. Yeah, And now I strongly believe that the Miami Heat are in trouble. Yeah. Because for a player like that who you could kind of see his confidence was gone for whatever strange reason, to have a game like that and to see the ball go in and to get his confidence back, I'm like, oh, and now he has the big feeling. So guess what? Now he's able to go one-on-one at the top of the key without seeing that help defense. It's a different thing now. It's a different thing now. So I'm glad I'm just one of the very few people that didn't turn my back and say that James Harden was done. I said, I still had faith in him. I said, despite all the stuff he was going through, whatever the case may be, I I knew that he had this game in him. But look, let me point this out to you. I never said this because I was waiting on us to, to come on here and uh-huh. do what we do, and that's vibe and, and be tied together. We on like, the phone. We on the phone. Ain't nobody phone. else here. here. Here's the thing. We were so busy. People are so busy criticizing James Harden instead of actually praising him for the transition that he has taken. That's a good point. Okay? That's a good point. Bro. A guy that led the league in scoring – for three years, right before our very own eyes, transitioned from a shooting guard to a point guard and really doing it in great fashion. Now, he's not shooting the ball well from the field. I get that. Before it's setting up Tobias Harris, before it's setting up Tyrese Maxey, before it's setting up Joel Embiid, before it's setting up Danny Green, he's doing that. Yeah. He's doing that. He He's actually that. he actually turned into the facilitator in Brooklyn. But look, but guess what? 
we 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 praise LeBron James for being able to switch positions and do things to that nature. Why we can't do that for James Harden? All right, let me push back a little bit because I gotta I gotta I gotta give you the other side of what somebody would say to what you just said. We ain't bring James Harden here to be a facilitator. We brought him here to get thirty. Like so, so I get basketball minds. You and I, yeah, guys that's been around the game, and a lot of other people. I don't want to dis- discount fans and people that, but you've been in the game. You've been on the sideline. You understand how difficult it is for a player to morph into something else that the team is needing him to be. But ultimately, bro, James went over there to get thirty a game, bro, along with Joel Embiid. So how long, how far do you think they can go with him being a facilitator as opposed to seeing what we saw last night? I, I think it's whatever the games, that particular game, need him to be. That's what because, I, that's where but, I wanted you to go. Because, because listen, listen, oh, medium so swag. Or skinny. We listen, hey, listen, skinty, medium swag. Here's the thing. You see, it's it's all it's all on the back of what Tyrese Maxey is doing. If Tyrese Maxey is balling out, James Harden is going to feed him. Feeds but if Tyrese Maxey needs James Harden to lift him up, okay, James, we need you to be that version of James Harden that you was in game four. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I'm starting to see? Slowly but surely, I'm starting to see him look a little bit more healthy. Just think about this. When was the last time we saw James Harden drive to the basket through the lane and, and snatch the screws it's out of the room? It's been a long time. It, it hasn't been. We saw it in game six of the, of, of the first round. Oh, sure did. Oh, sure okay. Did. So, okay, sure so he showed us that. So I'm like, okay, so he still got that oomph in him. Okay, now all of a sudden it took him, okay, game four, now we seeing the side step, the step back three, four shots. And hey, look, they wasn't rattling in. Those were bottoms. They were bottoms. Here, here's what I want to say about that too, because ain't it funny how shot making change everything? Yes. Like, like, so so I think a lot of the pundits that you're talking about that say he was cooked was talking about his inability to blow by people, right? Because we all know James to be one of the toughest guards because of his ability to maneuver with the basketball, footwork, and all of that. But to right. your point, like, I think that's something a lot of people didn't think about. It's like, bro, I'm in a completely different role now. But 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 I'm the I'm the fan, Perk, sitting on the outside saying, I get it that you got to facilitate. I get right. it that when Tyrese is on or when Joel is obviously in his bag every damn night. Or you think about all of these other guys that he's surrounded by. At what point do you say, James, you got to take over? But I, I, I understand that. And, and here it is while we're talking, I'm trying, I'm pulling up the box score from last night. Yes. Like, think about this. In game four, Danny Green, three for four from the three, 11 points. Okay. But those 11 points and him going three for four was huge. You know really? why? Because now all of a sudden, no matter what your defensive schemes are, no matter what Eric Spoelstra throw out there at you, all of a sudden you got to pay attention you to him. That. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. pay attention to him again. And if you go back and look at you look at game one and game two, guess what, bro? They was breaking the the Miami Heat was breaking the Cardinal rule. They was actually showing they was showing help off the strong off side the strong, corner. Yeah, strong side. You never help strong side. So James couldn't even see a gap to drive through that lane because they actually was boxing him in if he was on either side of the court. Here's the thing too, bro. Like, to your point, like for me, it was all about shot making for James because here's what happens. Do you remember, and, 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 you know, we we get the Steph Curry fans that hate to hear the truth about it sometimes. You remember when Steph was struggling, shoot the ball? Yes. It wasn't easy to get to the rack. He was at, he was getting like 16, 19. Like you could do that in your sleep. Now here's the thing for me. Here, here's the, cause for me it's double edged, bro. James Harden came to Philly because we think, and you and I thought and think still that James, vintage James Harden can get the Philadelphia 76ers to the finals. 
Yeah. All right. I, I believe that too. With obviously Joel being the best, I think Joel Embiid is the best. Giannis is the best player. Joel might be the toughest guard. Man, listen, it's one NBA. A, it's one A, one B. Exactly. But 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 my point being is that Perk, I think we're gonna need on average 57 between both of them. I, I agree. You know what I'm I saying? Agree. But look, like, yeah. like any given in any given night, we gonna need one, one at thirty, one close to thirty. But 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 swaggo, let me tell you, it's all it's it's something like with you when you lined up on that defensive line, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, you could say in the first and the second quarter, you may have tr try, tried a, a certain technique to beat your opponent. They may have been sending a double team. And it wasn't working, or your single coverage, or and your single coverage, or whatever. But all of a sudden, when you when you figured, okay, I'm gonna go right, swim, move over the left, knock him out the way. I got, I got him. So now I may not have the strength to muscle whoever was standing in front of you, but now I got the swim move. Okay, yeah. so what James Harden is saying is, see, the bad part, the the worst thing that could have happened for the Miami Heat is that James Harden saying, okay. Oh, I can't get my game off now. That's why I tell people when you're in the regular season, okay, and you happen to be playing against a team that you may play against in the playoffs. Now, this is I'm going off the off the map here for a second. When you're playing against a team that you could possibly see in the playoffs in your conference, right? And say you didn't beat this team already twice, and y'all got two games left, and it's a month and a half left in the regular season, and you're gonna face them again. You wanna make sure that you beat the hell out of that team in those last two games again to let them know that when they go into the postseason, if they happen to face you, they got doubt in the back doubt of their mind the because they yeah. never had. They never had success against you in the regular season. Yeah. Let me <laughs> ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. How much, because you're the only one that's been in NBA games, critical games, and won a championship. How much do you, like, all right, so you got, let's say a series go six games. Uh -huh. As an individual player, if you're doing something and you're struggling, how long should it take you to be able to adjust to that, bro? Sometimes you don't. See, that's the thing. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes mm -hmm. you can't adjust. Sometimes the, the, let me ask you this. Did Trey Young adjust? Nope. nope. Okay. Trey Young struggled. We kept saying that Trey Young was going to get out of this funk. There's no way that the Miami Heat could lock him down the way that they was doing for the entire series. They did it. They did. They did. And it took KD what? It took KD till the fourth game. But that's what that but but that speaks to the power of Joe L and B. He it don't matter. With him, it don't matter. I'm with you on that. Like it I don't matter. Know. Throw whatever you want to throw at him, it don't matter. Cause he's still gonna make the right basketball play. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, look, man, I'm, I could talk to you about James Harden impact, what he did, what he could do, what it should look like all day, but we got to move on to something else. And I told you when we when you first thought, wanted to jump into the third part of the uh, podcast, I had to pull you back in. Bro, we got to talk about this CP3 thing, bro, because this really bothers me. 
This mm -hmm. really, really bothers me, man, because you and I know we talk all the time about like people on social media and people that say crazy things and and do all of this. But I think when when I first heard it initially, when I first heard that somebody put his hands on his mama, I was like, CP3 about to go to jail tonight. Yeah. You know, that, like my initial thought was he about to go to jail. He about to, because if it's anything to cross over that bench into the stands for, it's for it's your people. It's for your people. It's for your people. All right. And then the second point came to me is like, cause it's, it's logic on both sides of what CP3 should do and what the NBA should do, right? About what's going on, right? Like I, the whole the whole fans talking crazy to me that don't bother me that much. Nah. that don't bother me. And, like, and guess what? And real quick, and, and to add on to that, if if you're a professional athlete, right, whether it's football, basketball, you're actually you actually preach and teach that in your household. In your household, yep. So that so that your wife and your children and your mom, dad, or whoever could know to block that out. Keep right, going. right, right. So. So I I like I that part for me ain't people gonna say crazy people been yeah. saying crazy stuff since forever before social media believe it or not right me. but the, the the part about the phys, the physical part of it for me perk is when I think the NBA and here's my remedy all right if you got a family member on the team if you got a family member if you got a high profile family member on the team, such as CP3 or Devin Booker or Giannis Antetokounmpo, they need to have a section that's guarded by security. Like, it needs to be a section within every state. You know how every owner, every owner in the NFL got a box in each stadium that they mm -hmm. sit in when they go, like if, 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 if Jerry, the owner of the Cowboys, was going to Denver, the Broncos stadium would have a suite for him, his family, and people that came along with him. I think in NBA, and I know it's family sections. I know it's family sections in, in NBA, just like the NFL. But I think with the NBA, more importantly, bro, because the fans are so close to the players. Yeah. Like we had, we saw the security guard have to tackle the lady that ran on the floor um, that I think she was about to do a protest or something. And now you got this incident. You got certain situations where you got players that end up in the in the stands playing basketball, like a basketball, right. like going for a block, and they end up falling into the stands or whatever. But I think for family members, bro, especially wives, kids, mothers, like that close immediate family, it's got to be something the NBA do to almost put them in like a VIP section. It's not going to happen. Why? Let me tell you why. They too damn cheap. Money. So let me let me explain. Yeah. Let me explain to you how it goes. Okay. At home, you get four comp tickets at home when you're the home team. On the road, you get two. Mm -hmm. The rest you have to buy. Right? That's that's since I've been in the NBA, that's what it's been. Okay. Let me tell you something. What needs to happen is, is that they have to, each organization has to get together as a team. Yep. And so players have to get together and say, hey, man, you got family going. You got family going. Let's all chip in and get this suite. Let's all chip in and get a security guard. Let's have our family together. And that's how we could kill it. Because I'm going to tell you something. I went through the situation. I just got to Oklahoma City. We're playing in the playoffs. We're playing against Zebo and, and Big Gasol for the Grizzlies. My wife was pregnant with our second child. And she was up in the stands, and I happened to look across, and the, she's in an argument with two men about to fight. I tell the coach, I get up from the bench, I stop the whole game. No lie. I supposed to. I stopped the whole damn game. And I had to go get my wife out the stands, and she went sit next to Troy Weaver and Sam Presti with the security guards. And they ex they escorted them out the, uh, the 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 guys out of the arena because they was tripping. So it made me one realize this. Unless we went to the finals, my family could my family couldn't go on the road. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't want to put them in that position. 
Now, I will tell you something else. Now, when we get to Cleveland, I'm over there. This is my first go around. LeBron wife, Savannah, my wife, Vanity, are real cool, okay? Mm-hmm. It's Mother's Day. We playing in Chicago. Braun like, hey, man, I'm going to fly Savannah out, man, uh, for Mother's Day. You know what I'm saying? On the PJ, Van want to go. Van want to come. So she come. Her and Savannah come. Braun gets, I watch how he do it. This is why I say this dude is so damn smart. Yeah. He gets a suite along with security to escort his wife and my wife to the suite. They watch the game from the suite. There's no hanging around after the game. They go straight to their car, back to the hotel, and then we all of a sudden, we met them back at the hotel and went out to them. Yeah. That's that's what you do. It's it's a shame, and I get it. People are supposed to be able to come and support your fat, your uh yeah. they love ones while they playing, but it's just not gonna happen. That ain't and, realistic. Because it's all about the damn dollar. Yeah, they like, can sell them seats. You, you got to understand this, Swaggoo. Listen here, Swag. They only release about 20 to 25 tickets for the team on the road anyway. For the whole team? Yes, because that's what they they may, they, they may do. They may do 40, 40 max. Because the arena. The arena, is, oh, yeah, 20,000. going to make their money. Yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, man, I'm going to say this. If you're a grown-ass man and you sitting up here beefing with a woman and a mama and a, and a kid in the stands, you ain't no man at all, dog. Not at all. Not at all. And I know that, listen, bro, I have, let, I ain't even going to get it. I get pissed off on this podcast. I ain't going to get into it. Let me tell you no, something. No, no, no. But, you but, but like you, like no, you, you said. Get into it. No, there ain't no holding back. You bro, get into it. We, but but you know you know how simple that is for us, bro. You put your hand on my mom or my wife, we we squabbling. It ain't no like it ain't no it ain't deep. It ain't no like I don't yeah. gotta think about nothing. My yeah. natural reaction is gonna be to come up there and whoop your ass. That's yeah. it. Like yeah. I don't have I don't have no eloquent speech to say. Right. I don't have like if if, if 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 I look up or if I'm somewhere. And somebody puts their hand, if it's a woman, I ain't worried about it. My wife gonna whoop that ass. My wife is a G when it comes yeah. to that. <laughs> but if if it bro, I ain't even really, I ain't even you ain't even got to put your hands on it. You just gotta be in a space and they don't want you in it. Yeah. So yeah. so for me, like it and it ain't see, this is what people get. It ain't I ain't I grew up in the hood. I ain't no gangster. I ain't never claimed to be one. You I know a lot man. of gangsters, I you know a man. lot of them. I know a lot of OGs. I know a lot of dudes that I, I know dudes right now that's doing time. But ultimately, to me, that is a blackout moment. Like that ain't no, we don't need to say nothing. You you push my mom, you push my wife, you got in my wife's space and said something crazy to her. I'm about to whoop your ass. We'll deal with whatever come after that. But that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm not coming up there to talk to you about why you talking to her, what happened, what did she say? No, she could be absolutely wrong. You get in her face, I'm going to whoop your ass, and then we'll deal with that afterward. That's all I got to say. So that, that's what I got into. No, no, that's real. Because, look, let me tell you, I, I think you and I talked about this before, and I'm going to repeat myself. Is 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 people that I would lose it all for, and when I say lose it all, I mean like I would literally go sit under the jailhouse behind, and they that's my family, hundred percent. Because that's what you're supposed to do as a husband and as a dad and as a son is that's you go it. protect your family. Period. That's it. But, it but ain't no thinking, bro. But but listen, I get it. It's two sides, okay. The players make enough money. They should put their families in better situations. I'm not knocking it, but your family should be allowed to come on the road and watch it, watch yeah. their people, yeah. enjoy their people and, and without distractions. But the NBA got to be quit being so damn cheap. And I love Adam Silver. Yeah. But, 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 but man, listen, you're making so much money, man. At the end of the day, it's not hard, man. It is not hard. That's why I respect the Boston Celtics so much. Let me explain to you. even Oklahoma City Thunder, man. When we made it to the finals, they had they they had a, a, a jet five families to ride on. 
They had they had transportation buses from to and from the uh, arena with security. Yep. Like they had all that set in place. That's and if you know, yes, if you know that you're about to make a deep playoff run, and the NBA, come on now, like it don't it yeah. don't take much to go hot. They got they got millions of security teams out there. And I'm with you because it ain't a lot of teams playing either. And it's on Mother's Day. That man, wife, and mama should be allowed to go sit in the stands and enjoy they they son and uh husband, husband without play. without some food messing with them. Man, don't get me started on that. I was about That's to say, man, let's, let's, up, bro. Yeah, let's go on. Let's go on and get past it because that 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 right there, I ain't zero tolerance. Like they zero. say, in school, zero, zero tolerance. All right, man, let's move on. Let's get the way you wanted to get to this MVP. <laughs> Bro, um, Jokic won. Let me say my piece, and I know you want to go in. You and I both, we both agreed that we thought Joel Embiid should win the MVP. Um, and I feel like, I feel like what was missed in the whole MVP conversation with Joel was that. And I get it that that Jokic didn't have Murray and he wasn't and he carried and nobody is dispute. Bro, listen, let me say this first of all. I got no problem with Jokic winning the MVP. Me either. None. I got like like zero. I got a problem with Joel not winning it. Okay. So so let me explain that for everybody. If you got a problem with Jokic, if you ain't got no problem with Jokic, you listen. We have always agreed that both of these players are phenomenal. We have both agreed that this MVP race is very, very tight. But we both also felt like with everything that Joel had to deal with, with the Ben Simmons situation, the transitioning of a team, trying to figure out, like, like coming back from injury, doing the things that he had to do, and to have the Philadelphia 76ers in the playoffs, Okay, where they are right now, still playing. And I know this is the regular season, but ultimately it's because Joel Embiid is on it. It ain't because James Harden came. This man was out there carrying like Jokic was. But fortunately for for Jokic is that last year when he won the MVP, there was a template. I just want you I just I just want you to keep talking. Yeah, because I'm just I'm pulling up some research, but I'm yeah. there was a template that everybody followed saying, well, Jokic won the MVP last year and his numbers was better this year. Keep going. But ultimately, bro, my problem, my problem with with the MVP sit voting, the MVP situation, how we talk about MVP in this league. And you and I have agreed that sometimes you already know who the MVP is. You ain't got to do it. Because just as well as we saying Joel Embiid, we could also be talking about Giannis in this way. Like, like, so I have no problem with Jokic winning it. Here, here's my issue, though. Here's my issue. I believe, I'm, I believe this. Not, I ain't saying I'm right. I don't know. I believe last year when Jokic won the MVP, factored into the voting for this year. And I, that's the problem that I have. I think they came in saying Nikola Jokic was the MVP last year. Look at his numbers. They better than they were last year. So he should be the MVP. I think a lot of people made that argument in their head and when they voted and they didn't look at, damn, Joel had a better season though. Go ahead. I'm going to let you do it. I know you want to get into it. My only piece is, and let me say this, congratulations to Jokic. Yes. I'm I'm definitely not going to say he didn't deserve it. Bro, 27, 13, and 8, a clip? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, you you can't, look. That's MVP numbers. That's MVP numbers. But last year, nobody will tell me, last year, and the comparison of Jokic to Jokic this year didn't affect how they voted. Because if you watch Joel Embiid play this year, dog, that was the MVP of the NBA this year. Go and ahead. Here's, here's the thing, okay? Let me let me say this. I'm going to sit back. I'm gonna, I'm For the last four years, guess what? The MVP trophy has went to international players. Yep. Okay, so 
One, I want to know what American superstar is going to take it personal and go get that trophy back. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is this, the criteria, right? I don't know what's the criteria for the MVP no more. I don't know if it's advanced stats. I don't know if it's PR. I don't know if it's the eye test. I don't know what it is. But I do know this. The story should matter. Right. The story. Forget that Joel Embiid led the league in points per game and was the first center to do it since Shaquille O'Neal. Forget that he averaged 30. I think the, the last center to do that was Moses Malone. Forget the fact that he had, I believe, 14, 40, and 10 games. The last person to do that was like 30 years ago. The story, Ben Simmons quit at the beginning of the season. Joel and B came out publicly and said, I'm not worried about him no more. I got to worry about these guys in the locker room and worry about getting them back and, and leading them to make sure we do our part. He did just that. Joel and B, I don't, don't quote me on this because I may be wrong. He has something and something is still wrong with his knee, with a meniscus. He played through that the entire season. Now, all of a sudden, not only did he play through it, he made Philly an attractive place, so attractive that James Harden left Kyrie and KD in Brooklyn to come play with the big fella because that's how attractive he made the Philadelphia 76ers. So all of a sudden, Ben Simmons quit. His other quote-unquote young superstar, he has something wrong with his meniscus, played through that. They won 50-plus. He attracted James Hart. James Hart got there, wasn't the best version of himself. Joel and B still carried them. They won 50-plus games in the tougher conference. Right? This is why I say it's the toughest, tough, tougher the conference. Bro, you ain't got to explain that. The no, but I want to explain to the not to you. Ahead. I know you know. Okay, it's the cousins and kid folks out there. Yeah, I ain't got pissed off. Think, Go ahead, my man. Think about this. In order to make the play-in tournament in the Eastern Conference, the play-in tournament, you, the Atlanta Hawks and the Charlotte Hornets were four games above five hundred. In order to make the play-in tournament in the Eastern Conference. You could be you, the Spurs and the Pelicans with 14 games under 500. So he had to really punch in the clock to get his team where they are today. The story got to matter. And usually, usually since we talk about Jokic last year and how you brought it up, and that was a great point about how he blew his numbers out from last year and he won the MVP, so did Joel Embiid. And usually when you're the runner up, and then you come back and have a better season, you should be rewarded as the because you was the runner-up last year. You came back and doubled down and had an even more impressive season and had to deal with way more adversity. Bro, listen, man. He had that man, swag, swag. You know, you listen, know you're bro. not telling listen, me. You know you're question. not telling me nothing. I don't know. I know, but listen, he answer this for me. He had to, Bro, their organization for about four months out of the season had to answer questions about Ben Simmons. Bro, this man ain't have another, this man didn't have another um, player on this team that we knew could ball. No, he had no other all-star. That, and no, I know Jokic, I know Jokic didn't either, but listen. One but, could but, say, no, let me finish. This is why I said that. The reason why I said Joel not having those guys on this team is because of what you just pointed out. Bro, the East got the Miami Heat, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Chicago Bulls were in first place at one point in the East this year. Keep you start, Brooklyn was picked to win the championship. Keep okay? Going. Like, we, 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 to your point, like, I know Jokic didn't have Murray. I know Jokic didn't have a full boat, all right? He didn't have um Michael, uh, the, the other... 16 button, I can't think of his last name, but the from Missouri, the uh, my, uh, uh, Michael, Porter. Michael Porter Jr., yeah, Michael Porter Jr., but I, I just for the life of me, I cannot understand why 
you wouldn't look at Joel's season, okay? And you wouldn't look at the Eastern Conference and say, yeah, he had a more difficult road. And he still put up these numbers. And his team is in the playoffs. But this is what I'm saying. I, I know. I this know. what I'm saying. And, and like, know. people want to say, oh, he had a better supporting cast. Well, tell me the damn difference between Tobias Harris and Aaron Gordon. Truth. Tell me the difference Truth. between that. Jokic did have Aaron Gordon. They did pay Aaron Gordon almost $100 million. They did. Like, come on, man. Like, And I'm not even knocking Jokic, bro, again. I'm not even knocking that. But I just want to know the criteria. Yeah. Of force. Because nobody go, nobody go sit up here and tell me that, that Jokic is a better defender than to Joe Hallett. To your, to your point, Brody, degree of difficulty got to matter. Like, it's got to matter. And 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 I'm, this is again, Jokic had things he had to get over. He didn't have a, but it was just, it was a tougher role for Joel Embiid, bro. Like the story. Yeah, that's that's reality. That's reality. The, sto- the story. Hey, guess what? The story that I'm made listening to you. I gotta look something up. No, no you good. But but the story has made so many greats legacy. The story. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That's that's all I'm saying, man. But look, shout out to Jokic and all that. But you know, not, you know what? I'm gonna say this right now. I'm gonna say this right now. I'm rooting for Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers to win it all. And I don't give a damn if people saying I'm being biased. <laughs> I'm rooting for him now. You know why? I, I because I, I hope he comes out angry. And you know what? I feel sorry for the Miami Heat right now. Because this reminds me of the same situation when it was David Robinson and Akeem Olajuwon. And we know what Akeem Olajuwon went out there and done when he felt like he got robbed. Yeah. Carry hey. on, Swag. Hey. Carry hey. on, man. Listen, listen. I couldn't wait to get on here and bet. I know it, bro. And, and, and I had a couple conversations about it. And I was like, you know, people hit me in my DMs about it. Like, oh, y'all wanted MB to win. No, we didn't care who won. We just thought Embiid should have won, right? Like it ain't no, ain't none, ain't neither one of them paying no bills in the Perkins or the Spears household. But I, I, but you know, we don't like. What do we get out of being biased for somebody? I don't care. Could care less. Could care I'm less. Just telling, I'm just telling you why I feel like this. Are we telling you why we feel like this man deserved to win the MVP? Hey man, he should have won the MVP. Anyway, let's move on. All right. So I know you, I know you like an old person. All right, we gotta lighten this podcast up because I've been pissed off about CP3 and Joel. We gotta lighten this podcast up. And I know you on list, you, you old. You you people don't see when people think of you as an old soul, they don't think like an old soul. I know you, and that's why we vibe because you know I'm an old soul too. But I do listen to music. Okay, I listen to music. I keep up with current events. You don't. I have to bring you. I have to tell you everything that's going on outside of the world of the Perkins household and basketball. And it's it's kind of sickening. I'm, I need you to expand. I need you to expand, though. What what what? The reason is you're right. I don't listen to music, and you're right again. You do have to catch me up on everything that's going on in culture, especially music, because I don't want to hear about riding outside with five choppers and blowing somebody's head off. The music ain't what it is no more, damn it. And and here's where we're going to meet. This is why (laughs) Big Bro and Lil Bro, this is why we like So so here's the thing. I ride in the car. If I'm going somewhere. What do you do? Okay, it's either I'm calling somebody that I want to talk to, one of my good brothers, and we're going to have either a great conversation about basketball and life, or we're going to talk about how to get some money. Well, you know, I be the good brother on the end of that conversation. (laughs) Right. So we're going to talk these two the whole ride down. That's what we're going to do. And sometimes, guess what? I sometimes ride in silence to think about something. To think about some of the areas or things that I need to get together in my life. Hey, and, 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 and I'm not gonna hate on that because I do that too. Now, now I will say this though. Every now and then, 
I may put on some 90s R&B because that takes you back. That's that good vibe in music. You know what I'm saying? If I'm rolling with the wifey, me and her listen to 90s R&B because if I don't, if I give her control of it, we'll be listening to spirituals all day. So it's no knock on praising the Lord, but I just don't want to praise them on every Tuesday, Thursday. You want to hear some vibing. You want to vibe a little bit. And I praise the Lord. But here's the thing, bro. Oh, but I be... Speaking of speaking of gospel now, hey, when I be on that John P. Key or that William Murphy or that Smokey Norfolk, when I be on that Tasha Cobb, boy, listen, sometimes you just be in that, you be in that car, my, my partner Todd Delaney, sometimes you be in that car, you be like, Lord, have mercy. Jesus, hey, you've been good. Hey, you've been good, man. Hey, but you want to know something, though? Like, like even like, I think we talked about this though, but if you want to jam some Beyonce, see, a Beyonce will take anybody out of their comfort zone. 100%. I didn't caught myself really in there, oh, like I'm really in there tripping. Well, I didn't have to catch myself like, hold on, hold on. Oh, I'm a man. Beyonce had you looking in the, in the rear view mirror at bro, yourself. I'm laughing so hard, her and Jay came to Dallas. I took the wife and we, we went. They came to Dallas, dog. And I know a lot of Jay-Z songs, right? I know a lot of Jay-Z music. Bro, the way I react to Beyonce, my wife was looking at me like, bro, you show, hey, bro, like, you good? I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm good. Why my hips are moving? <laughs> Straight up, I'm telling you, me something about that music. Yeah. Sign me up for the beehive. I'm telling you, I'm all up in. I'm a part of it. 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 Because if you go against them, they're gonna kill you. So I'm a part of it. <laughs> they're gonna kill you. They're gonna get you. But anyway, let me get back to it, bro. So that's how you ride and vibe out. And I'm with you because I don't listen like a first. Let me say this. I'm I'm not saying this to hate on the new generation. They like what they like. Right. I'm sure when our parents and grandmothers heard our music, they was like, Lord, have mercy. Straight they up. all gonna turn into drug addicts and, right. and they gonna have problems, right? So I, I get it and I understand right. it. I think, I think today's music though, like the music my kids listen to that I try to kind of listen to to see what's going into their head and what they listening to, I'm gonna I'm, this is this ain't got nothing to do with sports. This swagger and perk vibing, vibing right now. Perk, I don't remember. Okay, our generation of rappers glorifying being drug addicts. No, I, I got a real problem. Listen, you make music, and I know these dudes making money. I know they doing whatever they doing, and I know I know a lot of the stuff that we listened to growing up. The older generation would have been like, "Y'all are the worst." But perk, we ain't glorifying no drugs. No, I don't I, remember. I don't remember Jay or Nas or Biggie or Pac or like, dude. Every rapper popping Molly's and Percocets now. They all <laughs> drinking lean. Like, like, bro. I'm telling you. I, I even when, even when, even when Wayne first came out and I was in Louisiana, he rapped. You rap about where you are, right? He rapped about being from the Noah. You rap, yeah. About yeah. And then Wayne went to the drugs. And yeah. that's when I stopped listening to Wayne. It wasn't on purpose. I think he, I think he one of the greatest rappers ever lived, but it never registered to me with this, with this music now, the glorification of being on drugs. Bro, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and that's why I can't listen to it. Yeah, dude. I, now I'm with you on not, I'm with you on that. Now, if it's if it's something, if it's something that has to do with getting to the bag. And, or somebody telling their life story and they struggle through Man, a song, I'm all in for it. Bro, let me I'm tell you what I listen to. I'm gonna tell you what I listen to right now. I listen to a lot of J. Cole. I listen to a lot of Drake. I listen to a lot of old Lil Boosie, because we grew up together. Yeah, so, set it all. off in this one. Um, <laughs> that was an anthem, boy, listen. Right. It's me, still me, you know, me and Boosie grew up together, so I knew him yeah. before his music really went. It, way it's, mainstream. It's still an amp. It's still an amp. Oh, yeah, you turn it on right now, I'm gonna bust this computer screen open. Right. Straight up. <laughs> but 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 I'm, I'm I listen to Money Bag. 
I always listen to Ross. Oh, yeah. Ross is- You know is, what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. to your point, Drake, I listen to dudes that's like telling stories, dude. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Everybody got their preference. The only problem I got with the rap that I hear now that, that my kids listen to, the glorification of the drug heads. Like, I just, I can't ever, and I tell them all the time, like, listen, this is not, this ain't this ain't your daddy being old. That shit ain't cool. No, that like, ain't this cool. is, that, I, it ain't it ain't about me trying to because the other thing is I don't want to be my kids' friends. I don't care about that. I'm I'm yeah. my job is to raise them and make sure they they great humans and they treat people the right way. But ultimately, like bro, some of the stuff I'd be like crazy. But anyway, let me get back to why I brought this up. I think hold you know, on. I, I think I know why. I saw you. I, you know I'm on Twitter. I, I know you on Twitter. I know that's, that's the other saw, thing. I saw. I saw your tweet, and about, I, see, I see everybody about Kendrick Lamar. See, I know. See, the perfect. thing. The thing is, I know you. Now I, I saw it, but I got mixed. All I did was read a couple of tweets, and I actually got mixed emotions. Some people were saying it was great. Some people were saying they didn't wasn't feeling it. I don't know. I need. To, I need to hear from you. I need to hear from you. I need to hear from you. Tell us, tell us what you think, cousins and kid folks out there, what do Swag has to say about Kendrick Lamar? I saw oh, him look like Kobe, and I saw him give pay tribute to Nips. That, that's all I saw on Twitter. First of all, this ain't, I think, I think Kendrick Lamar is a genius. I thought that before this came out. Okay. All right. He they got this digital thing that they did where his face changed to uh Kobe, Will Smith, OJ Simpson, Nips, Nip, Nipsey Hustle. Um, oh, I might be forgetting one, but anyway, Perk, it ain't about that though. Like, that was a great visual. Kanye was the other one, that was a great visual to see. Like, they faces his face morphs into these guys' face. But Perk, what's so genius about it? If you listen to the verse when he has that face, like when he got Kobe face, he talking about legacy. Yeah. When he got Nip face, he talking about building the community and putting Ooh. stuff in place. Dude, so a lot of people caught up in the visual. But if you listen to the verse and what he's saying when OJ face on, you like, damn, that, that, in, in O.J. Simpson's situation, what we know O.J. for, he put a verse to that. But, bro, for him to be able to go from Kobe and a verse that relate to Kobe. Now, see, this is the problem, too. You got a generation that listen to beats and they don't mm -hmm. care about lyrics no more. Like, that. that's that's another thing that has happened to music, in right. my opinion, with no, a lot of the rap. No, no, no like, that's facts. Yeah, like they don't have to say nothing no more. They do a nursery rhyme with a nice beat and a hook, and that mug get a hundred thousand, hundred million digital whatever yeah. downloads or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of people that saying now, some people might not just like Kendrick and his style, and that's rap. Like I get that, but a lot of people that saying it wasn't all that. They don't care. They don't listen to lyrics no more. All mm -hmm. they care about is was the beat tight so I could bob my head. And when I roll my windows down, are people gonna be like, man, what you lit? Kendrick ain't on that. This dude is a genius, bro. But I I know you don't listen to music, but you're gonna listen to this because your big bro asking you to. No, when I'm, you go, I'm, I'm gonna listen to when this. you go watch the video, don't get caught up in the visual of the faces and all of that, even though it's super dope. Listen to the verse or the or the bars when he has those faces on to the message it's it's almost to a t each one of them dudes situations and where they are now like so, let me let me let me pull tell, this up you tell, me, you tell me to listen to the message listen to the message when the face is on them let me pull this up right now hold on one second because because th this is for our cousins and kin folks that are in the music and we don't cover this a lot but i want to make sure i get this point across um when i tweeted when I tweeted yesterday about Kendrick, I tweeted one of the I tweeted one of the bars that he said when he had Nip uh, face on Nipsey Hustle. 
this is what he said, Perk. Hold on one second. Let me find it. Um, I don't need to be in the flesh just to hug y'all. And then he talked about, he, he did it from Nip perspective of how he was thinking when the dude was in front of him and shot him. Dude, go listen. Go listen oh. when the faces are on him and you will realize, like, like when he had Will Smith face on, he said, we live in a world where hurt people hurt people. And you remember, we've been talking about Will and Jada and how he feeling, and then Will going and slapping Chris Rock. Hurt people hurt. Listen, it's genius, bro. I love music. Now you got me wanting to go listen to something. Listen to the, listen, when he got Kobe face on, listen to him talk about legacy. Bro, it it is, it's, it's so far beyond like what people are used to right now, because everybody want to just hear something that make them move. It's it's fine. Okay, I'm gonna leave that uh, alone because I can talk about that all day. I'm hey, you could dial me in. No, now, you hey. know what? Hey, since <laughs> since we was talking about the spirituals and gospel, you you know that you know that sign me up, sign me up, sign me up oh. for I'm <laughs> sign me up. I'm hey, going. I'm telling you. All right, bro. Cause we'll get it. We'll, we'll have a whole nother, we'll have a whole nother podcast to put out two weeks from now. We get going. Hey, I got one thing. I got one request, bro, because our cousins and kin folks been asking for it. What? Um, I you got to hit them with some perk wisdom. You got to tell them something to either make their day better. You got to tell them something about perspective and how to think. You got to give them something, bro. Give our people something to hold on to until we back again next week. You are not a boss. Unless everyone around you is eating. This been Swaggo and Perk. Let, let, let me tell you again. You're not a boss. I'm going to break it down to you like this. You are not a boss if you're the only person that's eating. I'm going to say it to you like that. You're not a boss if you're the only person that's eating. Little bro, I love you. It's been <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Hey, like, man. I'm and, just saying. Hey, cousins and kin folks, do with that what you will, but I pr take heed and think about it. All right? Perk, can I say one? Can I give him one? Like, give me one. <laughs> Remember this. Remember this forever. This hey, perk. Hey, perk, hey, look at that. Whatever, hey whatever. you get that little smirk, though? I love it. This the perk and the swaggoo wisdom, and we're going to end the podcast. Selfish people never celebrate. Say it one more time. What you say? Selfish people never celebrate. Perk, when we doing it big on this podcast, I need my brother so we can celebrate. I if I if if I got if I got if I got 10 million, I'm gonna hand you five. Cause cause I ain't have five to begin with. That's what I'm let go. Hey, we out. Parker, Andrea, Dan, our producers. We love y'all. This is starting fire. This has been Swagger and Perk. We're going to tap in with y'all next week. I love you, bro. I love you. <laughs>